Welcome to episode 8 of the Movie City Maniacs. In this episode, we'll be going over House 4, City maniacs were the maniacs. <laughs> we're the podcast people. We're the maniacs. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with maniacs. I was thinking about when I was in the bathroom. Like, what can I rhyme with maniacs? Nothing rhymes with maniacs. <laughs> Welcome uh, to episode eight of the Movie City Maniacs. I'm your host Kyle. I'm his buddy Maddie, and uh, we are here. I'm his best friend Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the person he loves most in this world to call Maddie. <laughs> My only friend. Yeah. Besides um, movies and Blu-rays, <laughs> and at that point I had like a back seat <laughs> and burritos. I yeah. really enjoy a, a good burrito. And a, what about pizza from singing pizza delivery yeah. guy? <laughs> Honestly, if there was a, a pizza company that they came to the door with, like, like that, pizza like, gram, I would. I would, I would the neighborhood pizza gram. I would. I would order from there. Oh, yeah. Even if the pizza wasn't great, it'd kind of be like it would, just to get a song. It'd be fun, you know. what I mean, if you had your <laughs> actually, friends like, over, if you have a friend, yeah, <laughs> just sit there alone, like in your underwear, yeah. like, come on in, buddy, sing to me. Um, but uh, yeah, we are here to. Uh, we're finishing up the uh, house series with House Four. Uh, doesn't really have a cool se- I, sequel I name, does it? Did it? like a Home Deadly Home or something I like think, that. I think like one of the. I don't know Posters. if it was like an official name was like the Repossessed or something yeah. weird like that. Um, but I believe it is mostly. No one is just House 4 from 1992. Yeah. Direct, um, uh, direct to VHS. <laughs> direct to VHS. I can only assume. DOV. Um, DOV trash. No, uh, yeah, we are going to be talking about House 4 today uh but uh before we get into it you got some like you got some dirt to di- uh dirt to dish don't well, you i want to i wanted to talk about on our old podcast i believe i shared the link to uh there was an elvira mistress of the dark i'm a huge fan of this film oh, yeah hasn't had a blu-ray release yet which is just blows my mind because it's such like it, it, you're going to attract the audience of elvira you're going to attract horror fans comedy fans it kind of it's a Perfect overlap, mode. and uh, I don't know. I, I've always been a fan of it. All the practical effects mm-hmm. and creatures, and it's just it's such a fun movie. The body humor. Like I watched the, it again uh, like last wings. year. Yeah, and, really and, dug and, it, and had yeah. a blast with it. So uh, I found out that it, in Germany they were going to release uh, this company called Cinespectro was going to release Ooh. a Blu-ray. Uh, they talked about it, I believe December and said it's coming out in December. That didn't happen. Then they said January. They kept on delaying it, and then they said, okay, no, finally March. Maybe we put it out in March. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they, they took the pre-orders, and uh, everyone got all excited. 
they had three different covers. It was going to be media books, so it's like this big, thick oh, book. Oh, that's amazing. Half it was going to be German, half in English. So for it, the release yeah. was going to be English-friendly. No um, you know, big stickers with the ugly German ratings or UK yeah. ratings all over it, like you see in some of those countries. Um, the disc was all going to be English, the artwork. And then all the extras were English-friendly as well. They actually they put together like an hour, hour and a half documentary. They got all the cast, yeah, everyone really involved. They, Cassandra Pearson is such a charming young lady, oh, isn't she? she? Yeah, I met her, uh, was it two years ago at the yeah. Comic-Con? And she was amazing. I, actually, I talked to her mm-hmm. for like five or ten minutes yeah, she's about, charming, right? about Elvira come to Blu-ray. Because <laughs> she said too, like, she was like, what's going on? Like, she said that she had all these extras that she, her company had owned, um, which I think this company got all these old featurettes awesome. and trailers and everything. Anyways, it was going to be the ultimate release. A um, little bit expensive. I think in Can- Canadian dollars, it worked out to like $55, Ooh. which is the most I had ever spent on a Blu-ray. That's kind of crazy. But again, I love this film and... Yeah. Who knows? Even if it does get a release in North America, there's a good chance it's not going to have. It's not going to be the stack yeah. release. All the other DVDs that have been released in North America came with, I think, a trailer. So, um, totally been excited about this film. But then it, it got delayed. It was supposed to be June. Then it got delayed to July. And then July came. The date came. And eventually, We're talking about like six months, right? Yeah. It, well, you have you have till six months on PayPal to make your claim if you don't receive it. It was getting at the just past the five yeah. month uh so i'm on blu-ray um, dot com yep that's where i kind of follow and find out about these releases and you know it's all fans and you can see what's going on but everyone there is freaking out as well and the, the most unfortunate thing is the company is on there and like social media can be a great thing for a small company you can make it work and then you can yeah. do what this company did which is what you should not do and go on and argue with fans oh and really like, and be totally unprofessional and it, it was just I don't know. Something was going on, and eventually, though, everyone uh, canceled their order, or what? Well, what happened is they, again, they didn't even announce it in North America. Yeah. I think on some German forum, uh, they announced. Then someone like, um, you know, translated translate it. it and brought it over to the forum. But yeah, they they canceled the release. They said they they didn't have the funds to finish it. Wow, they kept on blaming sucks. that the the glue in the media book was screwing up. Yeah. So everyone's like, yeah, okay, this is that's fine. That might take a couple weeks to fix. But then like six weeks went by. Then another six yeah. weeks, and it's like, okay, something's going on. What everyone believes, and I believe myself, is like they didn't even have the funds to put this thing together. So what they did is they sold it, kind of like the old Corman days yeah, or something. Yeah, kind of amazing, actually. They, they sold the the product, took everyone's money, and probably used that money. Can you think? Let's say forty dollars yeah. uh, times that by three thousand. Yeah, I mean that's that's, uh, that's a lot of money. Like they're sitting on all this money, and they're probably making interest so on that cash. Are you too. guys getting your money back? Or uh, yeah, well, I, I did make a claim through everyone. I had to make a claim yeah. through PayPal. So yeah, luckily I did get the money back. Oh, um, could you imagine? But, um, oh, I'd be. Did you think they were trying to scam you? I don't think they were, again, because they showed images of the disc. Yeah. They showed images from all the documentary they created. And apparently they're going to try to license, sell this out to another company. I think that they didn't know what they're doing. I think they're way over their heads. They didn't know how to run a business. They fell apart. And uh, so, yeah, they didn't realize how much stuff cost. And then they ran out of money. And then Do you they blame tried the entire people's. country of Germany for this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. 
<laughs> but um, anyways, long story short, uh, fuck this in a spectral company. Honestly, uh, I'm pissed. You know, I'm you know I got my money back, but I wanted Elvira yeah. on Blu-ray, man. Yeah, but yeah, here's hoping that they someone else buys these extras and then, off them and, and releases it. Uh, they know people will buy it for fifty five bucks, right? Yeah. Essentially, so they might and, just. And kinda, the worst thing is, it's yeah. kind of like it was coming in December, January, then June, whatever. And I'm just like, you know, I don't care as long as I have it for Halloween. Yeah. I want to watch it in October, and not now that's happen, not. Gonna, eh? And the, the other worst part is, I sold off my DVD because this is coming and now there's no Elvira for me. Um, Anyways. It's going to be an Elvira-less Halloween unless some sort of like Halloween miracle happens. (laughs) But uh, anyways, yeah, I thought I'd uh, bring that up because I'm sure there's other listeners that went through the whole thing or or maybe ordered it and didn't know that this Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, if they had like uh, this. Mind you, by the time we get this out. Yeah, it'll be like (laughs) a month. Sorry about your luck, kiddo. They're going to listen to this. We're going to release like the day after their (laughs) PayPal uh, insurance expired and they're going to what? <laughs> you motherfuckers. So, but, um, um, the um, Tales from the Crypt is coming. I'm so excited about that. It's supposed to be here Friday. Yeah, we um, we we took advantage of Amazon had to screw up and sold the complete series of Tales from the Crypt for $20. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it was supposed to be $120. I think now it's down to 80 but still, still an insane deal. And the cool thing is, because it, they didn't have any in stock, it was supposed to be released weeks ago. Yeah. Now the Canadian dollar is up, so we're actually going to save, save some money. You know, a couple <laughs> dollars off that. So, so there you go. Sometimes, you know, yeah. delays work Listen, out in the end. It's, uh, <laughs> you win some, you lose some, right? But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, we're not just going to keep on going on <laughs> yeah, about the Blu-ray, the Blu-rays that could have been. So what did you end up watching this week, man? Uh, I watched, um, sorry, I just want to apologize. I'm kind of uh, I'm like, I feel like we're, we're You're tired. You're a bit horny? And- <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm going to start like, uh, making suggestive things, <laughs> like licking the microphone all suggestively. And no, shit. I was just going to say, I feel like I'm a bit tired. Maybe yeah. it's just because I'm down about the Elvira Blu-ray. I think so. <laughs> you don't have that like a, a, a bouncy, no, yeah, let, frolicking let's musical. Get the, uh, let's, let's get the spunk going. Yeah. I watched uh, a film that I'm actually uh, excited to talk about because I've been ex- wanting to see it for the longest time. If anyone uh, knows uh, me, I'm a huge fan of Nature Gone Amok films. Oh, yeah. I love fucking bears and tigers Grizzly. and insects eating Orca. people and attacking people and and uh, so one of the one of the ones that is probably considered the top of the heap is uh, Kingdom of the Spiders from oh, 1977. Uh, I've been wanting to see this for the longest time. Uh, I finally picked up the uh, Shout Factory DVD, and then as soon as I bought that, though, I heard Code Red was releasing a Blu-ray, so I'm like, oh, I gotta wait for that now. <laughs> so you, did you buy two? I do have both. <laughs> but here's the thing. I I was going to sell the DVD, but unfortunately, the uh, the Code Red Blu-ray gets all the extras except for like the best extra, the William Shatner interview. Oh, that'd be amazing! They, they couldn't get that uh, for the Blu-ray, and but they added Spiders some extras everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I, I put this on excited. I've heard so many good things about it, and at first, I'm like, I don't know. It's um, it's slow, isn't well, it? You're, you're exactly, and you're not really. Not a lot is happening. Like there's yeah. like an attack here and there, and they're not very exciting. Like you might see a spider walking, and then someone like dies, or there's like an attack from the, the point of view of the spider, but it doesn't. Like, you just <laughs> doesn't hear, look like the eight uh, eight uh, angle. Well, you just hear them walking, yeah. and then you just hear like a scream. Like it's not really showing anything cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, what makes up for the film is uh, William Shatner. <laughs> he is. So fucking charming in this movie, man. Like I was kind of like yeah. you were a bit. Taken, you got like a bit like a. I kind of got a little bit taken by the, the Shatner. Yeah, I, I could totally see why that guy was a heartthrob. <laughs> you shat yourself. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, he, he's like the smooth player in this movie, and uh, he was awesome. So I was like, ah, maybe that's why this movie is so popular. Shatner's mm. got a big fan base. It's all him. But no, the reason it's popular is because once it gets going, it takes a little while. Man, does it get going. <laughs> I heard like uh, it's insane. Like there are like spiders Everywhere. Well, yeah, so probably the where it really gets going, there's this cool scene where this guy, um, this pilot, this crazy f- pilot's going to go in a plane and, um, you know, uh, drop all the, the poisonous pesticides, uh, pesticides uh, to try to kill the, the spiders, even though they warn them that, you know, that could be worse. But um, anyway, so as he's doing it, the spiders, you start seeing them come up. And again, these are real spiders. This is pre-digital. Um, digital. I don't even think. I, I think they, they tried. They, the special effects on the extra tried saying some of them were fake. But I don't know. They're pretty real. I think yeah. that was his, his way of getting, you know, trying to try to make up for the fact that you see many of these get killed. <laughs> That's that the thing. I guarantee there is no warning at this. No spiders were harmed during the making oh, of this film. Because they, they were they were harmed. Like putting them in blenders. Oh, like you see them like. Like, yeah, getting uh, stepped on, squirted yeah. with like a fire extinguisher, um, cars running over them. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, so the, the pilot's spraying the stuff and you see the spider start crawling up. And the, the best part is too, the guy has like the, the most hilarious, like, I don't want to say girly, but the, the just the, the sissiest... <laughs> Scream! Scream! You'll ever hear, and it's it's just so funny. In all fairness, I, that might be coming out of my mouth if I was covered in spiders. Yeah, but anyway, so the the plane crashes, you get a big explosion, and from that point on, man, it just gets insane. You're seeing, you're going in the town. There's like, like you said, it's thousands of spiders everywhere. These are real spiders. You, you're the crawling up people. It gets to a point where it's like it's anarchy. People like you're seeing kids die. Uh, adults you're seeing all kinds of car crashes there's all people like cocooned in webs and everything and it's just like you know they're hitting into you know cars are hitting water towers and they're falling on people and crushing them and it's just like I'm like holy shit man this movie is fucking amazing so the last half hour is worth the uh, price of admission probably I don't know if it's the last half probably the last half of the film it starts really getting going I mean up to that it's not bad it's just very I I don't even know if I'd say it's boring it's just not as exciting like the attacks aren't that great and everything but it's still like seeing it Again, like that many spiders on screen is still kind of a something special to see. But yeah, like when it gets going, it gets going and Shatner and the people are like trapped in this like restaurant and they're boarding up the walls and they're coming through the vents and like oh, that's so cool. oh man, this this film is incredible. While watching this movie, did you like keep like batting your back of your neck? You felt something? Were you scared no, to take a shower? For afterwards? some reason, for some reason, I don't know. I didn't uh, have that reaction. I, I think it's because these are big tranches. I don't. Yeah. We're not going to see spiders like that where we live. At least I hope not. Yeah, yeah. I just say, like, you better. <laughs> knock off some fucking wood right now mister <laughs> but um yeah like yeah it, again yeah once it gets go- going i understand why this is considered one of the best nature there's a scene where the woman's got like a spider in her hand and she pulls out a gun and fucking blows her hand off that's amazing and again this is 1977 here and not only is it like crazy and explosive and entertaining but there's like some really tense and kind of terrifying moments too which uh which is always nice um there's a scene too where it's actually a real uh, rat or mouse and there's like oh, yeah? a real somehow they got a real oh, spider to crawl on that which here. like I don't know how man they have like the mouse there yeah. and like it's the spider's on its back but um this yeah. movie like I'm even kind of like getting the heebie-jeebies yeah. right now I didn't mention it was directed by John Bud Carlos, who also did a film that I'm a fan of, The Dark. I don't know if you ever watched I don't that think one. I have. It's like the '70s movie where it's an alien on the f- the front of the cover is an alien shooting a laser out of his eye. That sounds amazing. But it's really cool in the fact that like it, it feels like it was two different, and maybe it was. I, I forget the whole story behind it, but two different kinds of types of films because the first half is like this crazy kind of Kochak Night Stalker yeah. uh, film where this 
you know, this someone's going around killing these women at night, and then like the end, you he just rips off his jacket, and it's this alien that shoots out lasers, <laughs> and he's blown everyone up. That sounds kind of amazing. Actually, Code Red is releasing that one on Blu-ray, I believe, this October. I can't wait. So, um, but yeah, it's cool, and he did Mutant as well. But um, this was also uh, written by one of the writers for the original Piranha. Okay, but, which you know that's another great yeah. Nature Gone Amok film. But yeah, this film, I mean, it's I had a blast with it. I totally recommend everyone check it out. Um, I don't want to spoil the ending, but it, I'll just say like when they're at the house, you're like, how? That's it. Like, how are they going to get? There's no way these people can defeat these spiders. And I, I won't spoil the ending, but I'll say Shatner starts singing. <laughs> I'll just say it's one of the coolest endings in horror film history. Okay, without that, uh, without hyping it too that's much. Pretty, okay, so you're, you're downplaying this as the best ending in horror movie cinema ever. That's just a little downplay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, I, I, I thought the ending, I was just like... If Shatner sings something like to sleep, that would be the best movie in the world. Does he? Nah, I, oh. it's not, I'll just say it's not goofy. It's the complete opposite. It's honestly oh. the coolest fucking ending. Because I was like... How are you going to end this film? You you can't. Where do you go from here? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And you're like, whoa, that is fucking okay. amazing. So, you know what? I am. Uh, yeah, I need to lend you this. It's this movie. watching this. Uh, and then the other, the one last thing I want to mention there's a, there's a interview with the uh, lead star in the film, and she talks about it. Uh, how Shatner, because Shatner's wife played a role in the film yeah. too, and how he was like hitting on her, even though his wife was like on s- set. Um, so, hey man, he's fucking Shatner, baby. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was. You know, he took his character a little too serious. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna Kobe give this. Um, how about Kobe Rash and me and you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how about it, girl? I'm gonna give this uh, four out of uh, five. I'd uh, again, good, I, eh? I think it's like one of the best. I'd, for me, it's like there's this probably Grizzly Day of the Animals. It's up there. Um, you know, definitely like the top five okay. nature gun amok films. Uh, Leslie Nielsen or William Shatner in these movies? Ooh, that's a tough one. I would I would go Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just because Shatner's really smooth yeah. and, and cool in this film, but Leslie, Leslie Nielsen, Nielsen is just insane. fucking okay. amazing in that film, man. Ripping off his shirt and calling everyone. <laughs> what's he calling everyone? Not cowards. Um, uh, no. Uh, Crumbums. <laughs> No, he calls everyone sp- not sport. Yeah, Chief? yeah, sport? sport. He calls everyone sport in yeah. that film, and then he uh, rips off his shirt and wrestles a live bear. Like that's insane. It's <laughs> pretty amazing. And Leslie Nielsen was pretty fucking ripped back then too. He, surprisingly, eh? <laughs> All right. So, Anyways, yeah. What'd you watch? Opposite of spectrum. I went and saw Dunkirk. Oh, nice, dude. This movie is like a. I think it could be like three hours. It could be an hour. I have no idea. The minute you're, I think in it's that like theater, his shortest film. I think it's only like an I think hour it's about and two half. hours, if that. The minute that starts a film, it just kind of like throttles you and doesn't let you go till the exact ending. Mm-hmm. It is everything you want in a movie. Like I was. Is it tense as hell? As hell, man. Yeah. Every gunfire you hear, every mortar they hear, it is so. Fu- the score is just like a ticking clock. Yeah, and it just kind of keeps you on your toes, man. Like I don't know if I can see this again. Like it was that. Like <laughs> did my you see heart this in going, IMAX? Or? Yeah, of course. Of okay, course. nice. Yeah. It's one of the things you have to see in IMAX. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. Like even on like a screen, it might be cool. But like you actually got the entire like scope of the entire. Oh yeah, um, well he shot scene. most of it in seventy millimeter. So I can't believe how amazing the dogfights were in this movie. I love Top Gun, but this movie kind of makes it look like a bag of crap. Well, let, let's not get <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy okay, here. Okay, okay. <laughs> I might be still in like the uh, th- shock. I might be shell shocked a little bit. So I've been hearing people say Nolan's best film, which I think is impossible because he's done so many great films like Inception and Interstellar, the, the Dark Knight. Thing is the the, 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 the plot isn't there. Like, there's not a whole lot of like um, 
you're not following anybody. Yeah, you're it's just, just kind of throwing you. You in are the... in a war, which is kind of insane. It's like a really unique cinematic experience because like you are in this for mm-hmm. an hour and a half, and like you feel like you're in the middle of a war. Like you're not following a single person. Yeah. You're following. I'm kind of several different with that though, along that, different you know, timelines. Yeah, kind of, I'm kind of sick of the whole war film with all the really over emotional. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Taxa Ridge, but to me, the yeah. thing that hurt it was like the over emotional cheese yeah. in that film. <laughs> it is, it's, there's none of this, but you get to see like humanity at its worst. Yeah. And like I guess, and you get to humanity at its very best, yeah. and it just kind of takes on this weird ride, man. You're gonna love it. Yeah, just hearing you, your excitement, yeah. it sounds like this is your favorite film of the year so far. I, I, I want, <laughs> I actually, I want to give a five out of five, but I got to see it again. But like, wow, right now I got to get four and a half. But if I watch it again, it might get five out of five. Wow. It is. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm hoping uh, to go uh, either this week or next week yeah. with um, my fiance's father whenever yeah. he gets back from his trip. So uh, you might we'll see. Um, I, I'm totally excited for this. Is that's like the one film I, I need to. It, see it starts in off in theaters. So it starts off in the middle of shit, and then it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. And people die, people live. Like it's fucking amazing. How's uh, Tom Hardy in it? You don't even notice it's Tom Hardy because he wears a mask the entire film, and okay. he has like maybe like Bane. <laughs> I would be impressed if he said. Please maybe, tell me he talks like. Bane. If he said like thirty <laughs> words the entire movie, I would be impressed. He doesn't talk like Bane. <laughs> that would be amazing. He talks like the uh, the guy from Good the Germans. You, you, that was like the uh, Muppet. <laughs> I know. I, I'm just trying to. I don't even remember Bane. Get the German. Yeah, yeah, I can't even do get it. Get the German. Oh, get the Germans. But yeah, I can't even do it. Yeah, that, was, but, uh, that wasn't bad. Uh, I want to even do like the uh, Cockney accent he had in that movie when he was his brother. Law, not Lawless Legend. Oh, I haven't seen Legend. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Legend though. Cool, right. man. Yeah. Did you watch anything else? No, or? that was it. Okay, well, I guess uh, let's get on I'm to... Still, I'm still quite turgent <laughs> from watching this. I watched it last night, so I'm still like... I was thinking about it all day. It was, well, why don't we just forget about talking about House 4 and you just talk about uh, Dunkirk? I, I kind of want to go down like plot by plot with you, because I think it really did. Yeah, I did. Well, we'll wait till we, I see it, and then maybe, maybe we can talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit more. But uh, let's jump into the main event here. Here is the uh, trailer for House 4 from 1992. <laughs> Roger Cobb has returned to his father's house. You're making a big mistake. He promised he would live here. There are many memories of the past still sleeping in this house. I'm tired of that house. He never knew he would die here. Following a disagreement with his brother over the ownership of an old home, Roger Cobb is killed in a car accident. 
his family decides to take residence up in the old home and start to experience bizarre and frightening events. They also have to deal with the pressure of a mob forcing them to sell their home. And a cripple. (laughs) (laughs) No good stinking cripple. Um, so how, how to describe this? So this, Uh, do you remember the show Amazing Stories? Yeah. Doesn't this play out exactly like a show like Amazing Stories? Like down to the wire, like they had the old Navajo chief. Okay. It's not a good film. I think what the worst thing it does though, is it's very generic and mediocre. Yep. It's dull, but I mean, I think, you know, you can have a bad film that can be entertaining. I think this film the real problem with it is you've seen all this before. Like you've seen this movie 10 out of the times and yeah. probably done much better. Yeah. But uh, before we jump into it too much, uh, so Roger Cobb played by the greatest American action. Of hero. course, played by a William cat. Yeah. The great American hero is back and he's all over the front cover and his name's on the poster <laughs> and you're all excited that oh, like he's back in the house. <laughs> well, we're all excited. Like his part three, I loved, yeah. but it yeah. was a, a departure from the, it really had nothing yeah. to do with the series. So we're all excited. They're going to do a sequel to the first film and it's not. Yeah. His name is Roger Cobb, That's but weird, he right? doesn't have a, his, it's a completely different wife. He doesn't have a son now. He has a daughter. Weird, and right? uh, the house he inherited, I think, from his father, not from his aunt. So it's like they took that character, but it's like that character in an oh, alternate universe yeah. or something. Maybe I, like, the house made a different uh, universe. I, I think so. This film, how it got started, was a bit of a, a mess, I guess. So because the horror show was released in North America as the horror show, not House yeah. 3, it was only released House 3 internationally. When it came to Part 4, they wanted to do... They're like, well, we can't just release House 4 because all North American audiences are going to be confused. Yeah. But they said, well, if we just throw it on video, people probably won't care or notice as much. So that's how, it, instead of doing a theatrical release, I think, I'm sure it also has to do with the fact yeah, that they watched the film and that's what I was thinking. realized it wasn't up to snuff. But anyways, it got thrown on video. And as for the whole Roger Cobb mess, um, what they mentioned in the documentary is they had already cast the mother and the daughter for this House 4 that was going to be unrelated. And then William Cat, they were able to make a deal and get him back. So then they're like, well, we got to take advantage of that because, you know, the the first film was the successful one. So they tried to make it work by just like, let's just ignore (laughs) it and and we'll just put him in. It worked the past like three movies. Might as well like just keep the ball rolling. But what a disappointment. I mean, again, I hope people don't think we're spoiling. This literally happens the first five minutes that he gets killed. And it's not even like, (laughs) it's not even like a nice, you know, death. He gets blown up, and they you see him in the hospital, and he's literally like a charred corpse. That's kind of crazy, right? And they have to like unplug him. That's kind of weird how they even um, showed like him like a burnt to crisp. Yeah, and the the, the director apparently, um, Louis a- Abernathy, Abernathy, um, Abernathy. Anyways, he he was like, I don't even know how he got this role because he did like a couple of VFX films here and there, but I guess he was trying to um, talk Sean S. Cunningham and letting him direct, direct Deep Star 6. And he's like, well, no, I'm not going to give you that, but I do have this house for, here's the script. <laughs> what do you think? And the director's just like, yeah, that just killed my career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> he's you. He's like, I never directed again. <laughs> um, for stars here, we got Terry Treus uh, from Alien Nation. I didn't really watch the show, no. but I guess she was one of the leads in that. Melissa Clayton, Scott Burkholder, Denny Dillon, who like had, I guess, like a short stint on SNL. Is that the cat from uh, She was the short little oh. blonde girl. Oh, no, she was in the... Dream On. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was also in Saturday Night Fever. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah I think she did yeah. a couple things. I think she was like big in the eighties for like a year yeah. or two. Um, her comedy acts were, were quite big, but um, other than that, yeah, it's not really um, a star-studded cast. I, I didn't really recognize dude from Seinfeld. The guy's like, oh, the knife is the only thing that's going to take me through the your best friend. I don't remember I forget the guy's name. Yeah, he's one of the uh, mob buddies. Oh, one of the mob. Okay, yeah, I didn't recognize yeah. anyone, but um, and I don't think much of them went on to do yeah. too much. Uh, you know, when you have this on your resume, <laughs> it's not a great calling card. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's the the film opens up. Cobb dies right away, yep. and his wife and daughter, his daughter, Decide ends up to in a move wheelchair. Into this creepy ass house in Which, the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it makes no sense because like yeah. they don't explain they they had a home somewhere else. They yeah. probably had money that they own this second house. Yeah. And then like they don't explain like she just moves in, and it's not like well I'm gonna wait till the house gets fixed and stuff. She goes right in. She she moves in and like. Not even real. Then she turns on the the sink and like there's sludge coming yeah, out, like brown. There's sludge. broken windows. Like if okay, if you already have this other home, okay, you decide you're going to move out of that city home into this weird one for some strange reason, which in itself makes no sense. But when you maybe spend a month get that stuff yeah. fixed up before, it's not like she had to get out of the other one. That's weird, right? Especially like, with your daughter in a wheelchair and you're kind of grieving over your dead yeah. husband. Take some time in your yeah. own house. <laughs> Pay someone to fix a house up. Yeah, you got some cash coming your way. I mean, again, maybe maybe there's like a, a subplot yeah. that they never showed, yeah. and you found like they were on hard times, and her husband owed money, and the yeah. house got taken. I don't know; it makes no sense. But uh, bottom line, you have to get this family into this house, yeah. and that's the way they did it. So, what is happening is, well, yeah, you, you mentioned there is the stereotypical Navajo um, chief, native shaman that uh, you know knows all about the history and, and like the, the, uh, the the healing properties of the house but yeah. sometimes uh, dad is better <laughs> you know I, kinda, um, I didn't really understand this totally movie. totally cliche lie. but um anyways when they she moves into the house so the wife is starting all this weird stuff is happening like it's it's pretty much hurt us like every time it's seeing blood in weird ways like okay <laughs> you know what there are like i think three really weird scares in this movie that we can talk about one is the uh the pizza man <laughs> well, let, let's save him for the last. Okay, okay. That's okay. a whole other thing. Yeah. All right. So there is the uh, ash hand. Her husband uh, drops the urn. The ash hand comes up and grabs her in like a carry-ass scare. Yeah. Uh, she gets in the shower. And yeah. The, blood comes out of the shower. Which that, that, that was, that was, that was, was really weird, the highlight right? of the film. Yeah. Was, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that, that exploit of like nudity yeah. is kind of what the, not that to, you know, I'm one of those people that, oh, yeah. you need nudity for yeah. film and I'm going to give an extra star. But I think if it had more of that ridiculous stuff, yeah. she's in the shower and all of a sudden like, She's covered in blood, bathing like, in blood, and it just felt so like ridiculous and unnecessary. Yeah. But I think like you needed more of those moments, yeah. just because the film is so dull and so yeah. been there, done that. That I would have liked to see some, a little bit paint by throw numbers. something out. Yeah, throw something out a little different. I mean, I don't think this series has been that great. Nah. I, it, it's not a bad series, but I think it's been you know anywhere from decent to to bad. And I think the one thing you can say, the strongest thing you can say about the other three films, is how ridiculous is they. Get. Yeah, they didn't care about yeah. throwing everything in, in the kitchen sink at mm-hmm. you. Like they didn't care if it made sense to the plot, and they yeah. just throw weird things. And this one, I find it, it does do a decent job of you know following what it started the plot from the beginning to end. Yeah. But I just don't think it's very interesting. Nah, it was kind of boring. It's just every ten minutes, it's some weird things happening where she's you know getting covered in blood and yeah. she's freaking out and then you find out it's all a dream like there's one where she's killing her daughter and then it's like yeah. it didn't actually happen and it's just a lot of like fake fake scares did you agree it, it plays out like a amazing stories episode doesn't it like kind of yeah I, I could definitely see that 
Again, I, I just felt like I've seen this movie ten yeah. times before. But there were some like really weird, like gross out moments with the guy with the phlegm. They had a midget mob boss. Yeah, that's well, that kind of that weird. to me felt like if that was yeah. at least a little bit different, even though yeah. it was really bad. But it felt like like I was watching a full moon yeah. picture for about exactly. five ten minutes. There, yeah, you find out that. The mob wants their house. They don't really explain. You just no. know that there's this little little person that is running this uh, crime syndicate, and he has toxic waste. In his toxic waste in his veins or something because he's talking. It starts <laughs> spinning out of his mouth, which is right? gross. And then they stick a needle in him and start pumping it out so he can talk again. Ugh. But he's running the the evil uh, villains in the film. The evil you know what's mob. amazing? They call it progress. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> and the Navajo chief is like, oh, the white man came with this evil, evil thing. And what did he call it? Progress. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, fucking A, man. <laughs> but did they explain what they needed the house for? What is it, the property they wanted? Did they want to dump the They wanted chemicals? to dump their chemicals. But again, it just seems like, why this house? Like, a, if the woman didn't want to sell the house, couldn't you, and you had all this unlimited funds, go buy another house and yeah, dump it somewhere? <laughs> the brother is like the evil brother. He's working for the mob. Yeah. I guess we're spoiling there, but yeah, I think you you know pretty early yeah. on. Um, I, I don't think they hide it at all. Um, there, there is a cool scene where the the daughter is in the bed. In the bed, like again, the mother's having this weird hallucination. She's for some reason stabbing her daughter, and the bed like slice up, and there's feathers everywhere. And then yeah. the daughter gets Sucked eaten by in. the bed. I thought that was kind of a cool effect. There was a even great though again scene. you've seen it in Nightmare and Elm Street and yeah, again other films at this like time. I feel like this one kind of um, did a lot of like a uh, paint by numbers stuff. But the, the one scene and the reason why the anyone should even ever talk about this film again is because the pizza man a guy comes to the door and sings yeah, the, a song about it it's <laughs> the only reason they, they order pizza and this guy delivers his pizza and does this little catchy jingle that on the extras Kane Hodder and, and Harry Manfredini argue over who actually created the jingle oh that's amazing but um, yeah it's this hilarious ridiculous and, stupid and scene it's funny there is an amazing scene where the pizza comes and like the daughter starts singing the song yeah and the pizza Start singing it, it back. Into a face. <laughs> Just start singing it back. Okay. Well, because again, the mother's hallucinating, yeah. and yeah, the pizza comes alive, and then yeah. she's like stabbing the pizza, and then there's an arm popping out. Like it's just this crazy five minute scene that I wish the rest of the film had more moments. I like agree. That. Like if that that was the only like standout of the scene was like the pizza face yeah. man, and the rest. Do you know of who played the pizza? Was face? it Kane Hodder? Kane Hodder yeah. is, is the pizza face. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So I mean, yeah, you do get a pizza that comes to life. That was cool, but other than that, I mean, <laughs> even the ending's a bit jumbled. I, 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 there's not really much to talk about this because not that much happens. Uh, the house itself, the interior was the same house that they used oh, was people it? under the stairs. Um, so a little tidbit there for you. I thought it was like from like a, the original um, house. But yeah, I, I just like ten minutes in this film when Cobb died, I was just like, "Fuck this shit!" Are you guys <laughs> kidding me, man? I'm like so excited. They, they had him. So for... excited what they're gonna do with this series. I'm already like a little like, "What's going on?" Wait, I thought yeah. he had a. a son and that's a different wife what's going on they already like fucking threw me for a loop a loop there and then they kill him off and I was just like ah oh, man that was I the reason I was interested in this the wheelchair daughter is kind of charming in this she like has like a nice like she's like scanning yeah, people yeah I like she's, yeah they're having a yard sale and they're yeah. selling all the uh, the antiques and she's like this is my great great grandmother's bottle and it's her last one it was so special to her and they're like okay dollar no so really special okay five dollars and then she's like okay fine they give her the money and then she like pulls, pulls another, another one, one up she's got a bunch of these yeah she was okay the, the mother was okay too yeah. I don't think she was a she was bad acting I don't think she was uh, her acting was bad in this it was just yeah this just very forgettable yeah. I'm not gonna lie yeah I mean that's really the best yeah. way to describe it um, oh and then, and then so they have a plumber come in 
Okay, that was a weird scene. Like, I didn't quite get what that guy had seen. Like, he was so like, uh, hey, great to meet you. No, that's okay. I do this for fun. I like these old pipes. Well, I think he's just supposed to be a unique, weird, kind of quirky character. Because in all the other films, you had the, the weird, quirky character yeah. that came in and fixed the house. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Where's the Cheers alumni? Yeah. Was Ted Danson too busy doing Three Men a Baby or Woody, something? Woody Harrelson was uh, it's, uh, breaking the star. Like, come on, people! You, you, I would have been happy with anyone, man. Yeah, Rita Rutner should have came. Sure, anybody. I, I just, I was like, come on, man! That's your perfect example yeah. to add an interesting, fun character, and and they couldn't do it. One thing I wanted to mention: <laughs> What did you think of so when they, when they cut to the waste factory? A did bunch you, of like <laughs> weird dudes with no shirts, right? Like that was strange. Yeah, all like, the workers were shirtless. <laughs> working in with toxic waste, you don't want to wear no shirt. I totally thought <laughs> it was gonna like jump into like a men at work or like village <laughs> yeah. people music video or something. I thought they were gonna do something with that because it was like so they random. They started playing like house music. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking random. Um There's a spark in your hair. Get it out. <laughs> and and one other thing, man. Did women in the 80s wear men's boxers? Was that a thing? I don't think so. Because the woman was wearing, (laughs) you know, you're expecting this like... Nice little... uh, Nice little get up on there. And she's wearing men's boxers, man. (laughs) Like, that's not attractive at all. No. (laughs) Maybe she was hiding her massive wang. (laughs) No, because she does the nudity scene. So, I I don't know. Was that her? Do you think it was like a uh, stunt double? It probably was a stunt double the way it was framed, but... um, that was probably one of those things where like, yeah. wow, this film's really fucking dull. What can we do? Yeah. And they're like, um, how about some nudity with uh, lots of blood and a pizza monster? <laughs> sold. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's yeah. how those, those two things yeah. are what sold the film. Because the rest of the film, it's just like, you've been there, like, done that. Oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, get, get in my office here. Get in my office. Okay, this film sucks. What can we do? Uh, they have like, pizza on there. Like, uh, we need a pizza monster and a... Uh, uh, nudity. <laughs> Look around the room, see what he can find. Looking at the tomato sauce yeah. and uh, b- b- tomato sauce on nude woman. I mean, blood, blood on a nude woman. Yeah, um, yeah. This film. I mean, I, I wish I had more to say. I wish I had more positive things to say about it. Yeah. And it, it's not one of those films. Like, I, it's not like I'm watching. I'm like, again, it's not a terrible film. Yeah, it's just like you said, forgettable. forgettable. I think is is really. It's, it wasn't a total waste. Of my I would time. have personally rather had it. It was a bad film. I would have yeah. rather had a lot more pizza moments. Yeah. And, and you know, just a plot that makes no sense, like a yeah, shit like, like that. But because which they already had in the first five minutes. I mean, and you have the bad very, acting from quite a few people in there. Like, very it's middle just, of the road. I don't know. I'm. I'm do we have any spoilers? Talk I don't about think this? so. I just wanted to say one thing. Um, this is a spoiler, but I'm gonna. It's gonna take like literally thirty yeah. seconds. So Cobb at the end, he comes as a ghost. Yep, <laughs> that's weird, right? But then, did you notice? So he's he saves her as a ghost, takes her out of the burning home, yeah. and then like all of a sudden he turns into a paramedic. It's weird, right? As the guys like or. No, not a paramedic. He turns cop. into a cop, and as he closes the door on the his paddy brother, wagon. but um, which there's no reaction. Like, does the brother even notice it's him? I, I, don't, I don't think so. But anyway, so yeah, he he's he says goodbye to the wife. But just such a weird scene because you could have already had this in the ghost form. I don't know why he's in it. Has to do it in a police uniform. It makes no sense. But then he like turns into this like ball. Is that supposed <laughs> to be he's going to heaven or is he an alien? <laughs> I think he's Starman. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I was getting out of this. Is like that. Felt like maybe, you know, he's an alien, which again would have made this more interesting. If we I found have out- to go back to my home planet now. That would have been cooler. And it could have explained why we have this alternate universe yeah. with these two alternate cobs. But um, yeah, that that's all I got. Uh, what are okay. you going to give? There was one cool scene 
with two mobsters, I guess they were all freaking out because they were doing acid. They turn into bugs. They're and not doing Lizard acid. It's, it's because the, the house, the house is, uh, makes some. Yeah, I thought the house makes kind of, everyone. The house le- leaks acid or something. <laughs> Who knows? Illusions. Maybe there's supposed to be waste underneath the house, yeah. and maybe that's why everyone's tripping out. That could be it. in the house. Anyways, they had the bug costume looked good, and the laser uh, lizard guy looked pretty cool too. Yeah, because well, yeah, originally when they attacked the um, they were, they were attacking girl. the young girl in the house to try to like scare them out of it. They wore like yeah. a a snake mask and a bug mask, yeah. and yeah, when they when they're come hallucinating, in. they actually end up shooting each the other. Masks like come to life and they're reservoir yeah. dog style, yeah, and bang each other down. But yeah, I it, it was still movie. it was still bad though when they're doing that. Yeah. It was cheesy. But. I gotta give this movie two out of five. Yeah, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go 1.5. Yeah, I was five. thinking I might be a bit generous, but... Again, it's it's not a bad film, but it's just very meh. Yeah, middle of the road. Not even middle of the road, just like... I'd say it's even where it's yeah. lower than middle of the road. Because <laughs> it's not like... It's middle of the road, but it's also like there's a lot of bad moments in it. Like yeah. bad acting and a story that makes no sense. Yeah. Characters that are... You know, useless. Cinematography but, wasn't all that great. Yeah, and that—that that is a thing too. It looked yeah. a lot cheaper. Whereas, like, yeah. the, you know, whether you like the other three films, like they look great. Th- they got a lot of their money. You know, the second film, even I didn't really care for, but they had a fucking story in prehistoric right. times with dinosaurs and cavemen. Like, and, and like, they did puppets. that on a low budget. And yeah. then the third film looks great. It has yeah. great cinematography. So this film just felt very, very cheap. Yeah. I mean, they say you know that was their plan because they they couldn't release it as house foreign theaters. I confuse people. I think they. Kind of saw the film yeah. or saw the script and uh, realized it wouldn't make that much. Yeah. But um, I guess uh, b- before we go, did you want to go like a? I kind of want to talk about the series as yeah. a whole briefly. Um, so before this, I had only seen part one. I remember coming away being like, "Yeah, I didn't really like it." Yeah. And I, I kind of felt the same way the second time around. I was really excited to get this box set and yeah. go through it because I was like, you know, I was probably hard on part one. I wasn't in the right mood. Yeah. And I was excited for part two because I heard it's kind of again like Ugh. the Evil Dead two of the series, a lot more crazier and zanier. But um, yeah, I don't know. I thought the first film personally. Well, yeah. Let's run down our ratings and we can talk about. I'm going to go. Uh, number three was probably my favorite, mm-hmm. followed by one. Two and then four. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Hmm. I'm gonna maybe go one. Yeah. I again, I I don't think it's a great film, but I did enjoy it. It, it feels like I've been hard on the film, but I, I did enjoy it enough. Yeah. I just think it's um it doesn't have a nice flow to it. I think it's you know it's two different films that the tone is kind yeah. of a bit off, choppy. Um, but I I did enjoy it, and there's there's a lot of cool unique things in it, and. Uh, William Cat, it was good, and yeah. of course, George went <laughs> norm from amazing, Cheers, man. like fucking stole that film. <laughs> uh, with that that one scene alone, was worth like a star or two. Um, I would probably then go, yeah, definitely the horror show next. I, I think that is definitely could be competing for the the best of the series. Yeah, which is kind of funny because it's the one that really isn't a part if of the series. If that was a standalone, I'd probably only. watch that movie a lot more often. Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. Some great uh, practical effects yeah. and just uh, Lance Hendrickson, awesome. A really, a, a really fun, scary like, villain yeah. and yeah, some and just some really like messed up moments, right? Unique uh, moments. Um, then I would go, I guess, part two. I didn't really like part two as much as you. Yeah. Um, I had problems again. Maybe on, on second viewing, it will hold up better when I know what I'm getting into. I was expecting a sequel to House, and None it of this really is it's, linear. it's not. Yeah. Um, but House Two, especially, it's not even a horror film really at yeah, all. More it's of more of like a fantasy. kind of fantasy adventure. And yeah, I thought this one was probably the worst. I would say though, like I don't 
think part two is much better than this one personally. I didn't yeah. enjoy. I think like at least this Pro- one has two had production value and like uh, yeah, it was a bit more enjoyable. Like it was kind of. A but I think the story of this one, at least, like again, it's a yeah. dull, boring story. But at least like they know what they're doing from the beginning. They follow through with Ugh. it. Whereas I thought part two was like we're gonna have a girlfriend, but then she's just gonna disappear. I in thought the that film, was kind and of then, like. We're gonna have this this old Russian guy. Like none of it. It, it just seemed like they didn't really care they to explain care. anything. They didn't need it. They had puppets. They had like a they had the cat or pug or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Overall, I'm. I hate to say it, but and you know, if you're fans of the series, I'm not judging. Yeah. I can definitely see why people enjoy the series. I mean, it is very different than everything else out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very zany as a whole, but uh, for me, I I'm sad to admit yeah. that I didn't love the series. I mean, I'm glad I had the box set, even though again I've I've revisited the first film twice now. I I still am thinking in my head like I want to kind of give it a third yeah. chance. Maybe there's something I'm missing. There's definitely a lot of enjoyable moments in yeah. there. And again, part three I think is um I think the gem in this set is I'm going to be revisiting that one a lot. Yeah. But yeah, part two and four I don't know how excited yeah. I am to revisit them. Maybe again, yeah, like I said, part two I'll give another chance. Part four I don't know. Yeah, I don't think. Unless yeah, you want to see like watch uh, it for a, long a time. girl shower in blood, you can watch this movie or like a thousand others. Yeah, so. yeah. But um, yeah, that's uh, sorry if you guys are fans of Hell Series. That, you yeah. know, maybe this whole coverage for these four episodes have been kind of a downer for you. But again, I, I, we're not saying they're bad. I just think they're. I'm saying they're bad. The they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, house movies. Um, yeah, and not my favorite horror movie series personally. But um, yeah, it is what it is. I mean. Hey, listen, yeah. <laughs> you bought the box then. You, you know what? I got number three out of this, so it wasn't all bad. Yeah, and, and you know, I um the the extra features on if you, the Arrow box that I, I recommend anyway, just mm-hmm. because each film, like the first two films have hour documentaries, and it, it, it kind of sucks, though, because the one I want to hear from the most was part three, and that one didn't have like yeah, the big hour documentary. It had like an interview with Kane Hodder, and, and he just more went over like his career. Yeah. I wanted like an hour documentary on how that film That'd be dope, became right? House, you know, three. It, it's unfortunate that these sets, they always do like, the, the, I, I want to, I know the story of, you know, House. Yeah. Okay. I, I know the story of Hello. I want to know the story of the bad film of the series. That's I want exactly to know how it became it. the mess that it, it did. But um, anyways, yeah, I, the, the, all the extras are uh, a lot of fun and I, I recommend the box set either way if you can find it for a good price. I mean, I wouldn't go too crazy yeah. on it personally. but uh, or, or just get, well, I was going to say get the one in the States just as part one and two, but I, I kind of would want, want three. part one and yeah. three. Yeah. I guess you can buy Scream Factory release just the horror show separately, but unfortunately it is cut, so be warned that that yeah. one is missing a bit of violence. You probably want to see the violence. So the shitty thing is, yeah, if you want the uncut Cut part three. The only way to get it is the, the box um, set, the Arrow box set that is unfortunately out of print and yeah, quite pricey at the moment. But I'm sure they'll re-release it uh, separately uh, down the road. But anyways, this has been our uh, house. our coverage of the house series. We'll be back next week with Phantasm. And we got a special guest yep. coming at you. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm really excited. Uh, Phantasm is a series I am a fan of. Oh yeah. So uh, hopefully, if if you felt that we were a little um, tough on on this series, it uh, in your Phantasm fan, watch us blow uh, Reggie, Mike, and uh, Jody. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to tickle Angus Grimm's balls a little bit too because uh, I think he does a great job. <laughs> he he in deserves this. it. Yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, so yeah, well, as long as he's dressed up as a woman in the graveyard, then well, we're going to get uh, it. I'll, I'll bring the ice cream. You bring the acoustic guitar, and yeah. we'll make some magic uh, next week. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, Movie City Maniacs. 
You can get us on our Gmail at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Yeah, we'd love to hear. Uh, yeah, if, if again, if you are a big fan of Hell Series and you thought we were a little hard, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Hey, man, lay off the house movies. They rock. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and yeah, you can find us on Twitter at uh, movie at movie city maniac. Yeah, and uh, again, we're going to keep on doing this for the first bit. Uh, if you have a minute or two, please go on iTunes, leave us a review. It's uh, it's uh, all the world to us, and it uh, it's going to help build the podcast, gain us some uh, new listeners. So we want people when they search horror or maniacs or movies, to come our, our podcast to come up, and that all relies on uh, you know the reviews yeah. and whatnot. So pizza for all. Anyways. Thanks for listening, guys. Take it easy.